Hey, holy readers, welcome back to Holy Holy. It's Jasmine here, and I'm so excited to begin episode three with you. Three whole weeks of reading. I want to encourage you that if you've got behind, now is the time to catch up. It's not the time to give up. So go back and catch up on those chapters and see what God is saying to you. So let's begin here. Um, we're, we're starting the Joseph stories, one of my absolute favorites. And Joseph serves as a bridge between Genesis and Exodus. Joseph is the way that the children of Israel are going to get to Egypt. And then we're going to see that Joseph says some amazing things about Egypt at the end of his life. Um, more than going chapter by chapter, I just want to give you some overviews of Joseph's life. So Joseph's life is a pattern for the Jewish people. Joseph is thrown into a pit, wrongfully enslaved. He's released and then he's prospered. The children, of, uh, the children of Israel, they are imprisoned for 430 years and enslaved. They're released and then they prosper. So it's the same archetypal pattern there. Um, one of the things that's great about Joseph is that he didn't choose what happened to him, but he chose how he responded. And we cannot choose what happens to us. We don't know what all life has. But if we give it to God in humble submission and prayer and believe that God has our best in mind for us, then God can do amazing things in us and through us. But we have to choose how we, we react. Um, is it Paul that says, count it all joy when, when you um, are persecuted. So look, count it joy when you face trials and tribulations. Don't get mad and upset and react out of emotion and anger and fear, but choose to pray and give glory to God and get excited about what's gonna, what God's going to do. Um, Joseph had dreams as a youth that weren't fulfilled until he was a grown man. And sometimes God gives us dreams as young people and we don't know exactly how God is going to use it in the future. And truly, sometimes it looks different in the future than we imagined it as a youth. But if we will just continue to dream and don't let hardships kill the dreams that God has put in our life, but just wait on the timing of God. God is faithful to his promise and he will fulfill his word to us. Um, in chapter 40, verse 8, God, uh, Joseph always gave glory to God for his gifts. When it was time for him to interpret Pharaoh's dream, he says God can interpret the dream. He knew that he couldn't, but God could. Sometimes we face things and we think we're not capable but if we'll seek God and say, you do this, Lord, you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think, then it's amazing what the Holy Spirit will bring to our hearts, bring to our minds in that opportunity for his glory. Joseph, y'all, this is so important. Joseph willfully forgot the pain of his childhood. I just feel like it's worth reading um, in Genesis 41 verse 51 and it says Joseph um, Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh and said God has made me forget all my hardships and my whole family Joseph forgot the hardships of his youth so that he could embrace the joy of his adulthood embrace the joy of his maturity we will never be able to grasp the full joy of what god has for us until we choose to forget the pain of the past 
Um, and now in, in chapter 50, uh, what a milestone, chapter 50, Joseph prophesies the Exodus. He tells his family, listen, you guys are going to leave Egypt one day. And when you do go and get my bones and bring them into the promised land, Joseph still knew the promise to Abraham. And he knew that the Canaan land was awaiting their family. And so he said, when you leave out of this place, go and get my bones. What a prophecy. And then we begin Exodus. What I want to spend some time on though today is Psalm 8. I hope you've been enjoying reading some of these psalms with me. I, I know that I sure have. Psalm 8, though, is an exquisite and very important psalm. It begins and ends with the same phrases. That's called an inclusio. And so then it's followed with two sections in the center. The first section is about babbling babies. And then the section, uh, the second section is about creation where um, David is reflecting on Genesis 1. And I told you this, that um, the authors are going to go back and pick up on Genesis 1 over and over again. And we see that here in Psalm 8. So we have, Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. It reminds me of a song that I knew as a kid. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Did you ever know that song? So that's where they get that from, Psalm 8. And this psalm is about God using the lowly things to proclaim his praise so that all of the earth can be filled with his glory. So when we talk about infants, verse two, from the mouths of infants and nursing babes, you have established a stronghold on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. What we're talking about here is dependence, people that are dependent. Infants are totally dependent. They're wholly dependent on God. And um, right here, he's saying, when we're wholly dependent on God, he perfects praise. Praise to his name for his glory when we're dependent like little children. Then in the second section, it talks about verse five. Um, let's go to verse four. What is human beings that you remember him? A son of man that you look after him. You've made him a little less than God and crown him with glory and honor. And what we're talking about here is, is creation, where he made Adam and Eve a little bit lower than the heavenly beings, but then crowned them with glory to rule. And Paul talks about, we are seeing things that angels long to look into, and we have authority and power over this heavenly realm. And so God takes the lowly and exalts them above. And it's the same with nursing infants. He takes what shouldn't be able to perfect for praise and then exalts it to where praise is perfected from their mouths. So here's the idea. When we lead with humility, when we lay down our own power and then just lead in God's power, then his praise is perfected in all of the earth and the whole earth was filled, is filled with his glory. This is an important psalm because in Matthew 21, 6, Jesus quotes this psalm. It's his triumphal entry. They're laying coats down on the ground. They're crying Hosanna to the son of David, saying basically Jesus is the Messiah. Well, he's not riding in on a beautiful war horse. He's riding in on a donkey. And it's all these poor people that are crying out Hosanna. And the religious leaders are furious. And Jesus says, hold on, the poor right here that are crying out, 
praise to the Messiah, God is going to use that. And even though I don't look like the king that you anticipated, God is exalting me as ruler and king of glory. So even Jesus sees himself here in Psalm 8. Now let's talk about Luke. Luke uh, chapter 15, we have the parable of the three lost things, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. What we're seeing with all of these three parables together is what is ever lost can be found. God is looking for you. If you have been away from him, he is there, whether he's the woman sweeping her house or he's the shepherd going after the sheep or he's the father at the road looking for his son. God is looking for you and longing to bring you unto himself. And no one is ever too lost to be found. No one is ever too broken to be restored. Let me tell you, salvation is to you, my friend, today, if you'll turn your heart to Jesus. Luke 18 is the persistent widow that prays and prays to the unjust judge and he finally gets worn out and he says, okay, I'll grant your request. And, and here's the idea is that um, if the unjust judge who didn't fear God is turned by all of her petitioning, then how much more will God's heart be turned to us when he's our father who loves us? And then lastly, Luke 19 is Luke's triumphal entry um, account as well. And this triumphal entry is found in all four Gospels, which is really important. I hope that you keep reading. I hope that you keep enjoying it. Write in with questions, jasmine at regenerationnashville.org. I love you so much, and I'll see you next week. God bless.